we're considered an underdog in this meet, and um, we're okay with that position. <laughs> we're okay with that position. We know that the competition is tough. It's gonna be a battle all the way down to the last event. Um, just really excited to be there again and to have this opportunity again. Listen, whoever's night it is tomorrow night, that's who's winning this thing. Whoever has the night. Double back with Kenty Mac. Welcome to the newest gymnastics podcast, Double Back with Kenty Mac. Each week I'll watch a meet and discuss it with a friend. This week, part one of my recap of NCAA championships. So earlier in the season, I chatted with Chelsea and Diana and they encouraged me to consider going to NCAAs this year. So I went ahead and bought tickets and I stayed with a cousin who lives in Plano, Texas. And I got to go to the national championships. It's the first time I had been to nationals since 1996. I attended in both 1991 and 1996 when I was living in Alabama. Both of those championships were held at the university of Alabama and I haven't been to one since. So it was very exciting to go. The teams were incredible. The arena is incredible. I know there's been some talk about how full or not full the stands were at its largest configuration this arena holds about 14,000 people it looked to me like there were five to six thousand people there it was roughly half full but it was very exciting to be there there were people from all over big gym fans it was fun to meet up with people that i know from uh, twitter online people who've written into the show it was fun to see the commentators there. You could look down on the floor and see Kathy Johnson Clark and Bart Connor and their corral on the floor. And then up above one section of the arena, you could see John Roethlisberger, Alicia Sacroni Quinn, Ashley Miles Greek, and Olivia Karras doing the individual streams for ESPN. We're going to start with the preliminary sessions, and I'm going to take you through each session and point out a few things that I noticed being there in person in the arena, and we'll recap how the teams did. In the first session of semifinals on Thursday, April 14th, that session consisted of Oklahoma, Alabama, Minnesota, and Utah, as well as a slew of individuals. Oklahoma started on the vault. Vault was the roughest event for Oklahoma. And I have to say that with a grain of salt, because it was a very, very strong performance for them. They were really hot in three events, scoring over a 49.5. Volt was the only place where there were a few landings that weren't great. Ali Stern started them off with a very close to stuck vault, 99375 and a 10 from one judge. But then Kat Lavasser in the second spot came in short had to take a few steps back and scored that 9.65. So the pressure was on for the rest of the lineup. Head coach KJ Kendler pulled Danae Fletcher and put in Audrey Davis in the sixth spot. With her Yurchenko full, she did a very solid vault, scored a 9.8, and we were able to hear from KJ Kendler after the meet why she made that decision. It was uh, definitely a, a little rough up starting on ball. Audrey, I brought Audrey in because she's had to step in on ball. We made a coaching decision, a strategic change. 
because Kat had a, a lower score and I knew that we needed to pop off a, a consistent vault score. Um, Danae has an amazing vault, but um, she was rattled a little in touch, and so we made the decision to pull Danae in the last spot and put Audrey in the last minute. Audrey always knows that that is a possibility. It's, it's something that we've actually planned to do during the season before. We have never done it until today. So, um, but kudos to her because I pulled her out of the corral and I said, you're up, you're up. And she was like, okay, <laughs> this is really happening, you know? Um, so she did exactly what we needed her to do and did a very clean um, full and, and we knew she was gonna do that. So um, that's the reason that was done. And I brought her in today because of that. You have to be mentally dialed in all the time to be pulled out of the corral. Uh, knowing you were the alternate and, and us saying, oh, by the way, you're the anchor today. So um, she did an amazing job doing that. Um, when I was thinking at first, I kind of was a little shocked, but I was prepared and I had stayed warm the entire time that everyone was going just in case that happens because I am the alternate. If anything happened, I have to be ready. So I was swinging my arms, shaking my legs, being prepared, and I really just wanted to go out there and do the best I could for my team. So Oklahoma kicked it off with a 49.35 on the vault that put them in second after the first rotation, just behind Utah, who started with a great rotation on the floor. But then Oklahoma really turned it on. They were so strong for the rest of the afternoon. Each event was over 49.5. The only other wobble I saw, Jenna Dunn landed her beam dismount and bent over at the waist to save the landing. So that was obviously a big deduction there. She scored a nine, seven, eight, seven, five. Probably should have been lower, but that certainly was the score that they dropped. And everything else was really, really outstanding. Special note, Olivia Troutman competed in three events, did an excellent job. She has been limited with injury for her first three seasons at Oklahoma, but to see her out there and get excellent scores on vault, bars, and beam was really exciting. Jordan Bowers had a very strong day as well on three pieces. Excellent job on the vault, the bars, and the floor. She scored a 9.9625 on the floor to take the lead after the first session. In terms of individuals, Jade Carey rotated with Oklahoma in this first session, which is a very exciting position for her to get to be with Oklahoma being so strong. And she got to sort of bat clean up after all of those fantastic routines. She had a little hop on her double twisting Yurchenko and scored a 9.8875. Her bars in person is so exciting. She gets so much height on all of her skills. Her dismount is sky high. She scored a 9.95 on the uneven bars. It wasn't her best beam routine. She looked slightly hesitant. I wouldn't say she had wobbles. She just wasn't the most fluid and connected. She scored a 9.9 on balance beam. And then on floor, she overturned her, her double-double just a little bit. She took a, a large step out of that. And her, her feet shifted on that. Everything else was excellent, and she scored a 9-9-1-2-5. I'll take particular note, too, of her middle pass. She does the layout front full, 
front layout into Sassone. And it's so clean. Her body position is so straight and her Sassone is so high. It's very impressive to watch her tumble. And it was exciting to see her in person. So in terms of the all around, she scored a 39.65. In the same session, Alabama started on the uneven bars. Several of the coaches talked about how the teams are so evenly matched. It's really going to be which ones have an on day that are going to move forward, that are going to take that championship. And I think the meet that Alabama had just looked like not quite their day. They just looked a little bit off on the uneven bars. There were a few handstands that didn't quite make it. There weren't a lot of stuck dismounts. You know, Macari Doggett and Luisa Blanco went at the end of the lineup. Excellent, excellent routines. Neither was able to zero in on that dismount. So their scores ranged from in the low to mid 9.8s for most of their bar routines. They had a stronger rotation on beam. There were two scores of 9.9 plus and two scores of 9.875 plus peppered in with, again, some wobbles. And so they counted a 9.725 from Shellen Olson for a routine that had a few too many wobbles and pauses. So that, again, brought their score down from where it could have been. They had a really excellent rotation on the floor exercise, scoring a 49.45, highlighted by Lily Hudson and Lexi Graber in those last two spots, both scoring higher than a 9.9. Moving over to vault, again, they couldn't quite zero in on those landings. They had three scores in the 9.7s just because of bounding steps or imprecision on the landings. Of special note, Luisa Blanco, who sprayed her ankle at the SEC championships, came back on vault, scored a 9.9125 here. Really, really excellent comeback for her. So all in all, Alabama ended with a 197.1, which put them in fourth in this session. The individuals who rotated with Alabama, Sarah Schaefer was on the uneven bars. She did an excellent routine. She's so tall. Her lines are so long and beautiful. She really nailed her bars dismount and looked excellent. Skyla Schulte from Michigan State did beam as part of the Alabama rotation. She looked so confident. Her movements are so sharp and quick. She's an exciting performer, and I can't wait to see more of her and the Michigan State team over the next three seasons. Kyla Bryant rotated with Alabama and performed on the floor exercise. Her routine was awesome, especially in this preliminary day, because there were seven people performing. That last competitor on the floor exercise had the floor to themselves. Nobody else was competing. All eyes were on the floor and everyone in the arena was so cheering for Kyla Bryant. She did an excellent job, great, energetic dancing, excellent tumbling. She did a beautiful job. And Gayla Griswold from Lindenwood. Only the second Division II athlete ever to qualify to the NCAAs rotated with Alabama and performed on the vault. 
She did some excellent vaults in the warm-up. She vaults a Yurchenko one and a half. They looked very strong. Unfortunately for Gala, she sat it down in the competition. It looked like maybe she was just trying a little bit too hard to stick it. But she's an excellent vaulter and excellent on floor exercise and looking forward to continuing to be a fan of Gala's for the next few seasons. In this session, Minnesota began on B. Again, this was a team that just didn't have their best day on the day that counted. Three of their scores on the beam were in the nine sevens. They started with the nine six five. Just too many wobbles, pauses, things that were a little bit off. Lexi Ramler came in hot at the end of that beam rotation with the 9.9375. And I think everyone in the arena was hoping Lexi could pull through and win a national championship on at least one of her strong events. Moving over to floor, Minnesota had their best rotation, scored a 49.5, which was the second highest floor exercise of this session, just behind Oklahoma. Started with a 9.85 from Emily Cook, just kept building from there, 9.9 from Hallie Remlinger, and finished the rotation with a 9.95 from Maya Hooten. Over on vault, they had very solid, consistent vaults in the low to mid 9.8 range. Maya Hooten stuck a 9.9. 49.25 was their vault score, which put them in third. And then they wrapped it up on bars. And unfortunately, there was a fall in the fifth spot. Tiara Salas had a, a miss on her routine. Everything else was 9.7875 or higher, highlighted by 399 pluses. Hannah Wilmarth, Anna Loper, and Lexi Ramler all topped 9.9 on the bars, with Lexi Ramler wrapping it up with a 9.95. This again put her in the running for that possibility of a national championship. The individuals that rotated with Minnesota, Serena Linton from Arizona, performed on the balance beam. She had an excellent balance beam performance. Great to see her representing Arizona here at this meet. She scored a 9.9125. Jay Mack from Illinois State performed on the floor exercise. This was one I was really looking forward to. Illinois State's second ever qualifier to the NCAA championships. Unfortunately, she came in short on her piped full-in mount and had a stumble forward, but her dance is exuberant. She lights up the arena. It was really fun to see her, and she's a freshman as well, so looking forward to another great three seasons for her. Mia Towns from Illinois vaulted as part of the Minnesota rotation. She scored a 9.8375 for an excellent Yurchenko full and a half. Small hop forward, really well represented her team. And then her teammate, Mia Takakawa, performed on the uneven bars at the end of the Minnesota lineup. She had a beautiful routine, couldn't quite stick that dismount, 9.8375. Really good job for her. Utah started on the floor exercise, and they kicked it off with a very strong performance with a 49.475. Highlighted by Grace McCallum with a 9.9375 and Sydney Solovsky with a 99125. Very solid start for them. 
After the first rotation, in fact, Utah was in first over Oklahoma. As it moved through the rest of the meet, Oklahoma took the lead after two, and Oklahoma and Utah were solidly in those top two spots for the rest of the meet. Moving over to the vault, Utah did a very nice job. All the scores were in the mid nine eights up into the nine nines. Miley O'Keefe started them with a solid Yurchenko full for a nine eight two five, and they just kept building from there. Jaden Rucker, I was watching Utah in the warmups and she drilled one in the warmups. And I thought, ah, oh, she just needs to replicate that in the meet. And she went up with a high, clean Yurchenko one and a half and totally stuck it. Two judges through 10. She scored a 9.9625 to win the national championship. And your Bucks national champion with a score of 9.9625 from Utah, Jaden, we saw you drill one of those in warm-ups, and then you came back and did that vault in the competition. Can you tell us how that felt to totally stick that one? Um, <laughs> honestly, it felt really good. I felt really confident because last year I did the same thing, so I knew the um, vault, like the setup. So I was like, honestly, just go out there and do the same thing you did last year. Like, you already know how to do it. And I just love doing it, like, for my team, honestly. So I have them in the back of my mind every time I go. So I was just like, you know what? Go out there and nail it. Following her, Alexia Birch stuck a very nice one and a half, scored a 9.925. And then Grace McCallum and Cami Hall wrapped up the rotation with solid balls as well. Utah had an up and down bars rotation. Grace McCallum in the two spot. Couldn't quite get her landing, had a little stumble, scored a 9.725. And then in the final spot, Crystal Issa had a bobble on her giant full leading into the double layout. So the double layout ended up coming in pretty low. She had a little stumble forward. That scored a 9.7, which meant they had to count the 9.725 from Grace McCallum. One of the highlights of this rotation Sage Thompson, the freshman from Utah, she's got such a beautiful swing and she looks great on the uneven bars. She drilled a 9-9 in the four spot and then Miley O'Keefe followed that up with a 9-9 in the five spot. So they got some nice momentum in the second half of the rotation there. And then Utah got to go to the B and this was by far their best rotation. Amelie Morgan started them out with a 9-9 and the hits just kept on coming. They had three athletes score 9.9375. That's Abby Paulson, Kara Aker, and Miley O'Keefe. They ended with a 49.6 on beam, which was the highest score of the session. And at the end of this session, Oklahoma and Utah were the clear leaders qualified for the national finals. Congrats to both teams. They both did an excellent Excellent job. It was very clear they were the teams that were on, had their best day, and looking forward to seeing them in the finals. All-arounder Kennedy Hambrick rotated with Utah, and it was exciting to see, of course, 
Jordan Weber and Chris Brooks down on the floor, kind of running back and forth with Sarah Schaefer competing as an individual on the uneven bars and Kennedy Hambrick competing as an all-arounder at the end of Utah's lineup. She got very solid scores, nine, eight, six, two, fives on both vault and bars. She got a nine, eight, eight, seven, five on beam all around score of 39.325. Kennedy Hambrick and Sarah Schaefer did an excellent job of representing Arkansas gymnastics, looking forward to the day when they're back at, at nationals as a full team. Following the first session, we got a few comments from the head coach of the two teams moving on and two of the athletes from each of the teams as well. So first up in the press conference was KJ Kindler, Olivia Troutman, and Audrey Davis from Oklahoma. And I wanted to bring you a few of the comments that they each made about their performance. We're considered an underdog in this meet and um... We're okay with that position. <laughs> We're okay with that position. We know that the competition is tough. And whoever comes out of the second session, I mean, it, it, it's, it's a fight. It's going to be a battle all the way down the last event. Um, just really excited to be there again and to have this opportunity again. No one's, no one's expecting us to win this game. That's, that's what I believe. And I think we can do it. I really think that... Um, there's some super great teams, and I understand people leaning another way. I totally get it. I totally get it. But this team has the heart. They have the ability to do it. Listen, whoever's night it is tomorrow night, that's who's winning this thing. Whoever has the night. Coming back from an injury for this third time, I kind of like knew what to expect. Obviously, it wasn't my foot. It was my knee this time. But I trusted my coaches and my teammates and my trainers that they were going to put me in the best best position possible possible to succeed at the end of the season. And I just put all my efforts into my recovery and my strength and my conditioning and my teammates when I couldn't compete. And I knew the people stepping in were going to do a great job. And I just worked super hard on the side and tried to stay positive through it all and just came back slowly. And here I am now today. Um, like KJ said, whenever Olivia raises her hand, everyone knows that she's going to hit. And everyone trusts her to do what she knows how to do, and it's awesome. But for me, bars is a special event for me because I have always been pretty unique on the event, and Tom always reminds us what sets you apart from the other people. Is it your uniqueness? Is it the way you hit your handstands? Is it the way you stick? And for me, I feel like it's my uniqueness, and I'm very flexible on my shoulders, so I can do my Higgins Giants, and it is, it's important for me to always be proud of myself because it's not easy and no matter what I do I think I just do it with a smile on my face because I'm enjoying the moment. <laughs> Having the OU crowd here was really special today because my mom is here and <laughs> she, this is her third competition this season so it was really special for me and I really enjoy the crowd every single competition because the way they interact with us and the way they support us no matter what happens. They are always cheering and they're always giving us so much love and it's special to us to make sure that they are the loudest there to keep giving us energy and, and just to have them enjoy the meet and have fun as much as we are. We also got to hear from Utah as well. So head coach Tom Farden, Miley O'Keefe and Jaden Rucker 
shared a few comments about their competition. You know, obviously, uh, super proud of the total team effort out there today. Uh, looking back at the meet and how it started on floor exercise, it's a, it's a little bit tricky to start on floor exercise because you've got that adrenaline, but you also have to have that performance quality coming out and you've got some nervousness. Uh, we really felt like the athletes handled it well. Uh, really impressed with that, their start, um, rolling over the vault. Uh, it's been, a, it's been a, a vent for us that's been a little hit and miss, and we have a lot of difficulty over there, 5 10 vaults. Uh, but Miley started us off with a really good vault, and what I saw was a, a, a direct connection between the explosive events, so the leg events between um, floor exercise and then the vault. They really transferred over, and they're in a really good rhythm, and they actually started feeding off each other, and that's as a coach what you want to see. And so, super impressed after two events. Um, then we put the brakes on a little bit on bars, if I can be honest. Uh, I felt like we started to guide our gymnastics a little bit. Uh, athletes that are typically uh, exceptional in the uneven bars started to try a little bit too hard, be a little bit too perfect. And those were a couple of our misses in terms of, not a real miss, but there were some mistakes out there. And so we gathered the team together. We had a, a quick brief talk about you know letting your gymnastics happen and just staying in the moment and not getting ahead of ourselves. And that's exactly what they did on balance beam. Uh, they're the number one balance beam team in the country, Carly Dockenworth and the athletes do an incredible job. There's so much synergy over there. And um, they went over there and you know really, really did a nice job. And so, uh, you know, being in the Final Four for consecutive years just means so much to the program. I know it means so much to the athletes and, um, you know, we're just really excited for our opportunity on Saturday. I am fairly new to the vault lineup. <laughs> 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 but, um, I mean, recently I feel like I've just been coming to my own on that event. And um, I love starting our lineup off, you know, having five one-and-a-halves or ten all-star values um, start after me. But, I mean, I mean, I'm just trying to keep up with Jill, how she started us off, and I'm trying to keep that going for us because she's an amazing lead-off. Um, to go off of her, I do think it's really nice starting with Miley because her ball is huge. So it kind of, it's like, gives us that starting point that's like, she, her ball is so big and then it's like, okay, why not just like keep building off that. And I think this meet, the ball lineup, like especially was like, you know what, like what do we have to lose? Like we can just honestly go big and see where it takes us. So started off with Miley, huge ball, I was so happy. And then Lucy went, stepped in the right direction and I was like, you know what, just keep going. So then. I think that mentality just carried throughout each one of us, and it really just like carried through the whole lineup until Cammy landed her ball. Moving into the second semifinal session, this was the session that featured Michigan, Missouri, Florida, and Auburn. This is the one that looked like it might be a closer contest, a little bit more of a, a fight to the finish to see which two teams made it through to the national championship finals. So Florida kicked off the competition on vault. Megan Skaggs went up first, totally stuck her Yurchenko full, beautiful height and body position, scored a 9.9. .9. They couldn't have asked for much of a better start. This Florida vault rotation was a little bit up and down, however. Savannah Shane here had a trouble landing her vault, had some steps back. Leanne Wong did an Excellent vault after that and got another 9.9. .9. Naya Reed overpowered her vault and took a bounding step forward for a 9.775. 
Trinity Thomas drilled her Yurchenko one and a half for 9.9. And then Sloan Blakely couldn't quite zero in on the landing of her vault and wrapped it up with a 9.75. So it was going back and forth, nine, 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 seven, nine, 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 seven. And you thought, okay, they need to zone in on some of those on Saturday night, but 49.2375 is, is fine for today. After the first rotation, Florida was in third position behind Michigan and Auburn. Michigan kicked it off on floor with the 49.4875 and Auburn kicked it off on beam with a 49.475. They had a really hot rotation on beam. So Auburn's beam ended with the one, two, three punch of Sophia Growth, Gabby McLaughlin and Suni Lee, all scoring nine, nine plus for excellent routines. It was very exciting to see them kick it off in such strong fashion on the beam. And then they had the beam out of the way. Missouri in the first rotation was on the uneven bars, scored a 49.1125. One of the real highlights for me was Amari Celestine. If you've ever seen her dismount, she dismounts with a stalder into stalder front pike half. And she totally stuck it. It was very exciting to see that. At the end of the rotation, Alisa Sharameda scored a 9.8375 for her excellent routine, capped off with that Rudy dismount. And then Helen Hu, who had not been able to compete bars for the entire season, but returned mid-season, did an excellent routine. 9.9375 capped off with a 10 from one of the judges. So at the end of the first rotation, Michigan was in first, followed by Auburn, Florida, and Missouri, and they were all within just about three tenths. So this was setting up to be a super exciting meet. Moving into rotation two, Florida moved to bars. This was really the event of the evening. Sloan Blakely kicked it off, unfortunately had a miss. She did her toe half that usually goes into front giant and into front giant into a double front dismount. She did the toe half, ended up going the wrong way and jumped off, rechalked and finished 9.15. So that meant the five after her had to absolutely have their best performances. Riley McCusker stuck her bars routine to the season in the second spot. Everything was really excellent. Just a small step on the dismount, 9.8625. And then Savannah Shane hair went up, excellent routine, couldn't quite stick her dismount, 98125, but it kept that momentum going. Megan Skaggs, beautiful height and counter rotation on her to Kachev, beautiful double A up dismount that she totally stuck, 9.9125. Then things ground to a halt because one of the Florida staff noticed that the weights weren't correct on the anchors of the bars underneath the podium. So there was a more than 10 minute delay while that was addressed and fixed. You saw Trinity Thomas, who was supposed to be up next, put her sweats back on. She put a heating pad around her back. She was pacing back and forth. You thought, I don't know what's going to happen. This could go any number of ways. 
And of course, the last two bars routines had to be hits. So when the bars got fixed, they let the last three athletes warm back up. That was Trinity Thomas and Leanne Wong from Florida. And the individual who was rotating with them, who was Raina Worley from Kentucky. And then this is what champions are made of. Trinity Thomas went up, stuck the most perfect looking bars routine I've ever seen her do. Tens from three judges, 9.95s from three judges. She scored a 9.975. Leanne Wong went up in that anchor spot, did an excellent, excellent routine, nearly stuck her dismount, 9.9125. So that saved the bars rotation 49.475, which was the highest bars score in this session. So that moved Florida into the second place after the second rotation. They had started third behind Michigan and Auburn with this bars rotation. They moved up into second. Also in the second rotation, Auburn was on the floor exercise. Really, really strong team performance. Drew Watson went out of bounds in the second spot for a 9.65, but everybody else rallied. The last four routines were 9.9 plus, and they scored a 49.575 on floor. A couple of the highlights for me, Suni Lee, watching her do gymnastics in person, so exciting. She doesn't look like she's the strongest athlete. She doesn't have the quick twitched movements that you see from some of the other athletes. She's elegant and beautiful to watch. And she doesn't look like she'd be able to tumble and vault as well as she does, but it's just pure talent. She goes out there, does a excellent double layout on floor exercise an excellent Lopez on the vault. It's like you're watching things that somebody shouldn't be able to do, but she's so naturally gifted that she can just go out there and defy expectations. It's so exciting to watch her. Then Darion Goburn really put on a show in that sixth spot on floor from her march out to the way she aggressively sticks her landings to her really exciting, exuberant dance where she connects with the audience. And then the march off celebration, she scored a 9.9625 and Auburn ended that rotation with a 49.575 that moved them into first after the second rotation. So things were getting really exciting here in the second session. So Michigan kicked things off on the floor exercise. Naomi Morrison had overcooked her mount and had some stumbling steps back in the fourth position for a 9.775. Other than that, everything else was red hot. Four of the athletes scored 9.9 plus. Abby Brenner led them off with a 9.8625. They scored a 49.4875 on floor, which was an excellent way to kick off the meet. Then they moved to vault in the second rotation. This is, of course, the event where Michigan can really be ahead of everybody. They have the best vaults in the country, the most height, all the difficulty through the whole lineup. 
And they were just not totally on their game in this rotation. Natalie Wojcik started them out with a 9-8-8-7-5 for an excellent Uchenko full with a little hop forward. But then as they moved through the rotation, they were not finding the landings. Naomi Morrison had a big step. Sierra Brooks, even though her hop was very small and she scored a 9.9, it was not totally stuck. I remember saying to my friend, they're not finding the landings today, but it's okay. They're going to score well enough to move through. They just need to find these landings on Saturday. And even though it was a not great vault rotation for Michigan, they ended with a 49.425, which was the highest vaulting rotation of this session. So it just goes to show that there was plenty in the tank for Michigan. They did move into third after the second rotation, because Auburn and Florida had done such a good job on floor and bars in this rotation to move ahead of Michigan. But of course it was in Michigan's hands. If they could wrap it up on bars and being the way that they knew how they would be fine. In the second rotation, Missouri was on beam. This is such an exciting peak rotation. They have excellent, excellent workers all the way through their rotation. For me, it really starts with Sydney Schaefer in the third spot. She has such a beautiful, calm style on beam. She got a 9.825 for her routine, which set up Alyssa Sharameda, who went in and got that 9.875. Helen Hu hit her gorgeous routine with her over splits and her really interesting skills, 9.9375, which set up Sienna Schreiber, who got a 9.95 to close out the rotation. 49.425 on beam. Excellent rotation for Missouri. Florida moved to the beam. Megan Skaggs again started them off. 9.9125. And they were on. Everyone hit an excellent, excellent routine. Capped off by Trinity Thomas's 9.9375. It was a very good rotation for Florida. 49.5125. Meantime, Auburn moved to the vault in the third rotation. They don't have as many 10-0 vaults. They did an excellent job finding those landings. Sarah Hubbard nearly stuck at Yurchenko full and a half in the second spot for a 9-9. And then Drew Watson did an excellent 1.5 with just a tiny adjustment in the fifth spot for a 9.925. They ended with a 49.35 on the vault, which was the second highest vault score of this session. Missouri moved to floor. They had a fun, fun showcase of their wonderful gymnastics, their joy, their connecting with the audience. You know, top to bottom, this was a really fun rotation to watch, starting out with Sienna Schreiber and her 9.8875 all the way through to Jocelyn Moore and Amari Celestine, who wrapped up the rotation with excellent, high, tumbling, fun dance. They scored a 49.4125 on the floor exercise. That was their second highest event score just behind their beam of the afternoon and a, a great way for them to perform in rotation three. 
unfortunately, this is the rotation where things started to fall apart for Michigan. They moved to the bars. Abbey High School kicked off the rotation with an excellent routine, 9.9125. And then unfortunately, in the second spot, Abby Brenner missed her release move, her Jaeger, and fell. So she scored a 9.0, which meant that the last four needed to really hit. Naomi Morrison hit, Sierra Brooks hit, Natalie Wojcik hit, and then it came down to that last routine, freshman JC4. It looked like she was trying too hard to make sure she didn't under-rotate her dismount. She held on a little bit too long, and it was very scary. She rotated very close to the bar, looked like she could have hit her head or hit her feet. She ended up landing and then falling backward underneath the bars. It was just absolutely heartbreaking. The competition had been so close that no team could absorb a fall. And that meant that they had to count Abby Brenner's score. They had a bars rotation of 48.675, which then dropped them to fourth. So at the end of the third rotation, Auburn held on to the lead just ahead of Florida. Missouri was in third following their excellent beam and floor rotations, and Michigan was in fourth. That set up a very exciting final rotation. How is this going to end up? Is Auburn going to qualify over Florida? Is there anything Michigan can do to possibly come back? Moving into the fourth rotation, Florida was on the floor. This was a great rotation for them. Again, Megan Skaggs started them out with a 9.9375, and it just kept growing and growing. Trinity Thomas got a 10, a 10 from five of the six judges for an overall 10 in the fifth spot, and they ended up with a 49.75, by far the highest floor exercise rotation of the entire day to move into first, and qualify into the national championship finals. For me, Trinity Thomas does the best job of combining great form, power, dynamic skills, artistic presentation, a true all-around gymnast. And when you see her double layout in person, she pops so high up off the floor, it looks different than everybody else's double layout. It's truly magnificent to witness in person. So Auburn moved to the bars. They had a very, very solid performance. Adeline Sabados began with a 9.8, and that was the number that they got to drop because the scores kept building from there. Of particular note for me, Darion Gobert does a Huge to Kachev. She's always very exciting to watch in the bars. Where she normally gives away a little bit of her score is on the landing of the dismount. Not today. She sky high that dismount, really zeroed in on the landing. Absolutely no movement. Scored a 9.95, the highest score for Auburn on the bars. And then Suni Lee got to wrap it up at the end beautiful routine. Couldn't quite find the stick for, for this particular routine. It was beautiful on the bars, a little hop on the landing, 9.9125. Auburn ended up with the second spot in this rotation, qualifying through to the finals. 
Missouri ended on vault in the fourth rotation. And they don't have a whole lineup of 10 vaults, but they have some excellent vaults at the end of the lineup. Amari Celestine in particular, totally drilled or your Jenko one and a half twists very fast. And it's a very powerful vault, 9.95. And then Jocelyn Moore, who almost opens up that your Jenko one and a half didn't exactly find the perfect landing on this one. Got a 9.8875. They wrapped up vault with a 49.25 and third spot in this rotation. And then unfortunately for Michigan, I'm sure that devastating third rotation had to have still been in their minds. They went to beam and we saw errors that you never see. Naomi Morrison missed her one and a half dismount and sat it down. And then in the fourth spot, Sierra Brooks fell on her back handspring layout step out. Just so unexpected to see this team have those kind of errors. Gymnastics isn't just a physical sport. The physical and the emotional have to be in sync. It's just so unfortunate to see that the errors on bars kind of reverberated for them through the beat. There were some highlights on the beam. Natalie Wojcik went up in the sixth spot, did a beautiful routine, couldn't find the landing on the dismount, but scored a 9.8625. And in the fifth spot, Abby High School got the highest score of the rotation with a 9.9 for an excellent, solid beam routine. So Michigan ended with a 48.7 on the beam, an overall score of 196.2875, which put them into fourth. Auburn with a 197.8375 moved on to the finals along with Florida that finished in first in this session with the 197.975. A few of the outstanding individuals from the evening session. I have to call out all around her Nora Flatley. Her gymnastics is playful and fun and light and beautiful and artistic on every single event. She's a standout. I know she tweeted that she was particularly proud about sticking that ball. She stuck her Yurchenko full for nine, eight, eight, seven, five. And every other event she did was that score or even higher on beam. She did a beautiful routine, 9.9375 and her floor exercise drilled her triple twist, beautiful dancing leaps. She had a beautiful, elegant midnight blue leotard on. She just really showcased gorgeous artistic gymnastics. She was one of the, the really big highlights for me of the individuals. We also saw Jordan Childs who threw her laid out full twisting double back on floor laid out front full through the double tuck, a beautiful tumbling, high, gorgeous leaps, fun, engaging dance. She scored a 9.925 on the floor. We also saw Raina Worley rotate with Florida. So that was really fun to see this SEC star who had been SEC gymnast of the week for so many weeks in a row this season, got to just go through and showcase her strong, powerful gymnastics. The highlight of her day was her 9.9125 on the floor exercise. 
And then for the individual athletes, Adeline Kenlin from Iowa, she got to go up after the three outstanding Auburn athletes on the balance beam. She performed the, the beam routine of the season. You may remember last year in the regional finals, she missed her mount on beam and unfortunately fell against the beam and had that really heartbreaking end to the season. This was such a full circle moment for her to come back, stick an excellent, excellent balance beam routine for a 9.95, represent Iowa at the national championships. Following the second session, we were able to hear from Jenny Rowland, Trinity Thomas, and Megan Skaggs from the Florida team. Drama. Gosh. Uh, equipment failure. Um, Hannah 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 Sorry, my technical terminology of equipment isn't the, the best. Uh, something with, with the cables underneath uh, the podium. Uh, thankfully, I just found out our manager noticed it and immediately told our uh, assistant coach, our bar coach, Owen. So really thankful for Shay Wheeler. Shout out to Shay um, for really possibly saving some athletes' lives tonight. So I'm um, really grateful for that. and. Uh, just to say, I'm so glad it was Trinity that had to wait. Um, you know, if it was going to be somebody, you know, Trin, Trin's a great one to be able to shake it off and uh, just go with the flow and, uh, you know, step up and raise our hand when it's her turn. Yeah, at first I was so confused, but then they were like, oh, if it's a 10 minute wait, you get to go like, warm up again. And I was like, 10 minutes, oh my gosh. But then I just started cracking jokes, <laughs> and my teammates came over and brought me stuff to keep me warm, and I was like, fine. They were talking to me and keeping my nerves down and everything, so I honestly was fine, the touch was fine, and then I was ready to go. Off day has been fabulous. Uh, this team loved it at regionals. Uh, really grateful for the NCAA for implementing this rule. Um, great great uh, opportunity for these athletes to be able to recover a little bit better before they're able to perform again. Um, tomorrow, uh, we get to come in, do a little stretch. Uh, there's going to be lots of treatment, there's going to be massages, and uh, they're going to have some great time with uh, friends and family, and probably some study hall or, you know, some homework. Gators uh, uh, have finals uh, just around the corner, so uh, no rest for the weary. They are student athletes and amazing students, you know, in addition to uh, amazing athletes, so I, I know they'll be uh, grinding and getting homework done as well. Peyton Richards uh, had a really good warm-up, really solid warm-up today, and it was a great opportunity um, to do a, a switcheroo or replacement. Um, so Sloan um, was uh, bowing out uh, for that rotation, and Kay stepped in, and she did a fantastic job for the Gators. Also qualifying through to the finals was Auburn, and we got to hear from Jeff Graba, Suni Lee, and Darian Goburn. Just a fun moment that I got to experience as they were coming into the press conference. Head coach Jeff Graba turned to Suni and Darian and said, have you done your homework yet? And Suni said, no. And Darian said, what homework? And I thought that was a really fun showcase of their different personalities. They were able to have that fun, sweet moment with Jeff Graba as they were heading into the press conference. I'm obviously really excited about um, finally accomplishing what they set out to accomplish months and months ago. We felt like we were capable of this and if we would put our 
you know, heads into it and, and held each other accountable. We felt like we were capable of, of going all the way and having a good night on the final night. So um, I'm really proud of the group. We talked a lot about how much fight this was going to take to get through and to accept the fact that it's not going to be perfect, but we're going to be good enough and just really happy to be here. But it's also, you know, we're, we're an inexperienced group all year. And, you know, when we broke the streak with Alabama, you know, everybody said, what's, what's that mean? And this means the same thing. I get to quit talking about our inexperience. So we, we made it to the final night. We're going to go have fun. We're going to let it all hang out. And, and then we're an experienced group from now on. Um, it means so much, especially to have um, the whole team with me, the whole group. So, and making it to Final Four um, is just amazing. I really had no doubt going in. I just, I don't know, I had the sense of calmness um, since the beginning. Like, even watching me, I was just as calm as can be. And um, it's just an amazing feeling. Uh, honestly, it hit me after the second Beamer team. I felt like if we hit our first two Beamer teams, this team, once they get started, once they get on a roll, they, they really just, even if they hiccup in the middle, they just keep going. And so the, the trick in a meet like this, when we knew it was going to be a tough meet, the trick is to get started really quickly, not, not to wait and, and take a couple of low hits and then get rolling. So we had the first two Beamer teams, and I felt really confident that we we're going to be in the mix all the way to the end. We kind of build off of each other, so just watching everyone go up there and hit confidently definitely helped me kind of calm myself because I didn't have to wait a little bit before my big routine, so I was kind of panicking. But to have just to just to know that we had all those like good scores before I had to go, like it helped me. And then I feel like the rest of the meet, like we just started off so fast, and it definitely was relieving. Today I was really just focusing on doing it for me, and then just like really focusing on the team too because I feel like I've been putting too much pressure on myself even I was talking to Jordan Childs and she was like I can tell that you're stressed and you're nervous and you're putting pressure on yourself so she was like giving me a pep talk like just calm down go out there and have fun like that's what we're here to do and I think I just kind of reminded myself of that and I think I definitely took the pressure off of myself and I just kind of went out there and enjoyed it I told myself to eliminate the doubt on all the events and then just be me so the day of preliminaries is also the day that the individual champions were determined. So I wanted to take a moment and just honor the individual national champions from the NCAA. On the vault, Jaden Rucker was the individual national champion. Just behind her, Amari Celestine was in second place. Allie Stern from Oklahoma was in third place. And fourth place was a tie between Alexia Birch from Utah and Drew Watson from Auburn. And your 2022 national champion on the uneven bars with a score of 9.975 from Florida, Trinity Thomas. And your 2022 national champion of the with a score of 9.9625 from Auburn, Sunni Lee. And your 2022 national champion on floor exercise with a perfect score of 10.0 from Florida. Ready. And the 20, 22, all 
congrats to all of the all around champions and the individual event champions. And finally, I'd like to give a shout out to some of the super seniors who wrapped up their careers with this performance at the national championships. Congrats to all of the super seniors. We've enjoyed watching your amazing gymnastics for five years. We're going to miss you next season. Thank you for your performances and for your contributions to the sport. The super seniors who finished up their careers at the NCAA championships are Lexi Graver from Alabama, Sarah Schaefer from Arkansas, Drew Watson and Jada Glenn from Auburn, Alyssa Bauman and Megan Skaggs from Florida, Anna Loper, Lexi Rambler, and Hannah Wilmarth from Minnesota, Carly Woodard and Carrie Thomas from Oklahoma, Kyla Bryant from Stanford, and Alexia Birch and Sydney Soloski from Utah. So I hope you enjoyed hearing my recap of the preliminaries from NCAA Nationals, as well as the individual champions. I'm planning another episode to recap finals, and then I also have an interview that I took at Nationals. So that's coming soon as well. We'd love to hear from you. Please reach out on Twitter at Kentimac or email kentimac at gmail.com. Please subscribe and rate us wherever you listen to your podcasts. And also check out some of these conversations over on my YouTube channel, Kenti Mac Gymnastics. Thank you for listening. See you next time. Stay safe and enjoy gymnastics. Double back with Kenti Mac. KJ, for the bars, it looked like the setting for Jade was very different from your guys' setting. And it looked like both sets of coaches really worked together to quickly make those adjustments. So I'd love to hear about that. And then for all three of you, the support from the OU crowd was really incredible. And I'd love to hear how that helped really propel you through the meet. I mean, the Oregon State coaches were great, and, and our uh, coaches reached out to them. They had a system. It was like a, an entire playbook, a football playbook or something of exactly how they were going to set those bars, how fast they were going to do it, who had this tension, who had that, who had the low bar, who had the high bar, because it was. It was like going from a giant bar setting to a mini one. Um, and, and so it was a big change, but they worked together and, and they were instrumental in making that happen. So the, the staffs working together, I think that was the big thing. And we wanted Jade to have the best opportunity and as much time as she needed to take her turns. And, um, and she was, she was great. Um, these guys can answer that. Okay. Having the OU crowd here was really special today because my mom is here, and she, this is her third competition this season, so it was really special for me, and I really enjoy the crowd at every single competition because the way they interact with us and the way they support us no matter what happens. They are always cheering, and they're always giving us so much love, and it's special to us to make sure that they are the loudest there to keep giving us energy and and just to have them enjoy the meet and have fun as much as we are. Throughout some of the events, we saw some of the team was watching and cheering and participating, and some of the team needed to sort of turn away and have their own moment before, before their routines. Miley and Jaden, how do you personally approach that, and how does that sort of balance amongst the team? Um, 
I mean, I do all four beds, so I kind of can't be screaming my head off the whole entire time, <laughs> or else I will not be able to continue. Mm -hmm. um, but I mean, obviously, I like to be engaged with the team, maybe not so much in the screaming, but like watching. Um, and then with girls, uh, sometimes they like to turn around and just focus on themselves because that's what they like to do. And I feel like it's nice because we've all kind of talked about it within our team and we know what each person wants or needs and um, we respect that and it's nice. Um, for me, I kind of am like Miley, so for Floor, I kind of stay back. I'm still like watching everybody, but I'm, I'm not sharing obviously before I go. But after I go, I scream my head off for them. And then for Vault, I don't watch anybody before I go. And then after me, I'm like, yeah, I give my all to the team for the rest of the events because I feel like if I'm screaming for them, then they can feel my energy and then I feel like I'm helping, so. Megan, congrats on your amazing all-around finish. There was a great zoom in on your face right when they announced your name. Was that a surprise to you as well? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I was talking to a friend and I really didn't even hear that they said my name. She was like, oh, go, go. And I wasn't expecting that. So I'm just really proud and happy. Darian and Suni, it feels like there's really strong athletes in each class. It doesn't feel like it's weighted towards one or another. I would just love to hear what you both feel about the, the team spirit and the team unity amongst your amazing team. Yeah, I totally agree. It's just, we're kind of just like strong all over. And that goes for like leadership too. It's not only seniors who can lead the team. We have um, great advice from freshmen and sophomores. So I think that's what really helps us um, become like a strong team. Yeah, I think the thing that like helps us the most is like we all put our input in. We like if we feel some type of way or if we want to tell the team to like, you know, like bring the energy, like we'll tell them and then I think it'll just bring everything together. But yeah, just like the input from everybody and knowing that we all have a voice and I think it definitely helps us.